Have you ever been old before? Has anyone you know? It's part of the cycle of life, and it happens to most of us. If you're over 65, getting there, or concerned about someone who is, this podcast is for you. Hosts Dr. Marilyn Lakin, Marie Sola, and Sarah Stacy, a multi-generational team of women, will help you redefine what it means to get older. We'll be bringing you the latest information and speaking with today's experts and pioneers. Best of all, we bring it to you from a place of understanding. Our goal is to create a library of knowledge and experience to help you or your loved ones navigate this phase of life to the fullest. We can't turn back the clock, but we can make sure we live our lives informed and on our own terms. Hi, everyone. Today's factoid is about the nursing shortage. Any healthcare system needs a well-educated workforce in sufficient numbers to function effectively. Registered nurses represent the largest professional group of healthcare workers. Hospitals, nursing homes, and outpatient clinics must close if there aren't enough nurses to care for the growing number of patients who require care. And students cannot be educated to become competent nurses without enough nursing faculty to teach them. According to the American Association of Colleges of Nursing, there has been a chronic shortage of nursing in the U.S. and worldwide for the past 25 years. However, more than 100,000 nurses left the profession in 2020 and 2021, the most significant drop ever recorded. Many of these nurses were under 35 and employed in hospitals. Graduating new RNs with a baccalaureate or higher degree at the current rate represents only 65% of those needed over the next 10 years. As the number of older adults increases, too few nurses will be available to care for them. And the problem is projected to get worse. You know, Marilyn, I, you know, have obviously read things about the nursing shortage, uh, especially during the pandemic and moving forward. And unfortunately, I've also experienced it firsthand uh, due to some health issues within my immediate family, you know, seeing turnover of nurses, uh, nurses being exhausted, you know, where you're going in, you know, quite often to different practices. But I didn't realize it was this bad. What's causing this? There are several underlying causes. As you mentioned, COVID-19, that placed an impossible strain on many hospital nurses. Over 3,600 health workers died by middle 2021 alone, and most of these were nurses. Many others burned out and quit. Salaries did not keep up with the increasing responsibilities that nurses handle, especially in hospitals. Today's nurses care for very, very ill patients in hospitals, and they need a higher degree of education and knowledge that in the past only physicians used to have. Nurse practitioners, otherwise known as advanced practice nurses, have at least a master's degree to practice. And several studies found that their care is just as good as a primary care physician, but their salaries are much lower. Many hospitals require nurses to work 12-hour shifts without enough LPNs, nursing aides, and others to help them. 
To make matters worse, registered nurses quit their hospital jobs and become what's known as travelers. These nurses sign up with a staffing agency that finds temporary positions for them to plug a nursing shortage in hospitals in other states or even over in the next town. Their salaries are often twice what they earned at their former jobs. This creates anger and resentment among the nurses who remain in a hospital, and it's also driving up health care costs. Nurses are finally responding to the cultural changes fostered by the Me Too movement. Nursing has always been a female-dominated profession, working under the thumb of the male-dominated hierarchy of medicine. Nurses are tired of being treated like handmaidens, and many potential nursing students choose other careers. Finally, nurses are often not listened to by administrators who run healthcare services. Nurses feel they're not respected. Why would somebody work hard to earn everything they need to be a competent nurse when they're underpaid and disrespected? Um, We've also had a nursing shortage in Ireland. It seems like it's a problem that's just been getting steadily worse over time. I mean, you see the news and there's often protests and strikes over, you know, pay and conditions. And we've had nurses coming out of college and emigrating to countries like Australia where they're treated much better. Is this an international problem? Yes, it is an international problem. In fact, it's such a serious problem that the even the UN is getting involved in trying to figure out how to address it. Another thing that's adding to the problem, as you've already mentioned, is that wealthy countries are recruiting nurses from other countries. For example, the U.S. hires registered nurses from the Philippines, which worsens their nursing shortage. And as many countries try to raise their economic and health care standards, their work is being undermined when their best professionals are recruited to countries that pay them more and sometimes treat them better. And then their citizens are deprived of health care. Okay, so, so I'm trying to understand this and wrap my head around it because we have nurses quitting in droves for various reasons, as you've just indicated. Um, And to me, it seems like a job that has a lot of security for people to go into, you know, down the road for young people or for people going back to school. So why can't we educate more nurses, Marilyn? This is part of the catch-22. We can't educate more registered nurses because we don't have enough qualified teachers or clinical sites where nurses can learn to be nurses. There's a federal program in the U.S. that provides training site and instructors for physicians and pharmacists, but not for nurses. Nursing faculty needs a master's degree at least, and preferably a doctoral degree to teach undergraduate and graduate nursing students. Many of our teachers are close to retirement, and the shortage of qualified nursing teachers will worsen over the next 10 years. Not enough attention has been paid to the growing crisis in nursing worldwide. The situation really does sound very bad, actually a lot worse than even I realised, despite some of the problems that I was already aware of. And it seems like every time we look for an answer, there's another problem that comes up. I get the impression that this has been going on for a very long time and that COVID turned it into a crisis. That's true. 
Um, but I don't want to leave it totally on a downer. I do want to talk about some positive things that are being considered and some ideas that might begin to address the problem. First of all, salaries for nursing are rising because there are so few of them and hospitals are competing for them. Sometimes there are sign-on bonuses that are as high as 25000 U.S. dollars. But we need more awareness among the public about the crisis and what it will mean for their own health care and how to address some of the problems. The federal government could support the creation of clinical sites to educate more nurses. I had a training grant that paid for my master's degree in nursing many, many years ago. We need to bring those back. Nurses must be included in decisions about their work environment, their hours, and their reimbursement. Nursing faculty salaries are often lower than hospital nurses who have less education. Faculty salaries need to be raised. And finally, nursing colleges must find creative ways to retain their faculty who are nearing retirement. I taught at a college of nursing until I was 72, and I felt guilty about retiring If someone had asked me to teach one course a semester online and would pay me a decent salary to do that, I would still be teaching. Older nurses who cannot work 12-hour shifts that many hospitals require may be interested in working part-time or a four-hour shift with a specific role. For example, they could dispense medications or they could conduct quality improvement projects. This would relieve many of the full-time nurses of the stress of juggling too many responsibilities. But it can only work if the hospital administration also hires enough support staff. Too often, hospitals cut nursing support to save money. This only drives more nurses away. We must be more creative in addressing this crisis before it worsens. So Marilyn, it sounds like there's so much to unpack here, what one thought or question would you like to leave the listeners with? I'd like our listeners to realize how serious a crisis this is. People are already complaining that they can't get appointments uh, for the medical care that they need. But what they need to think about is what happens when they go into a hospital, when they're acutely ill. You need intelligent, well-educated nurses to take care of them in the hospital. You see a nurse a whole lot more than you will see a physician. And it's the nurse that's going to be critical to your care. If we don't fix this problem, we will not have an available bed for you when you go into a hospital. And if you do get in, you will not have a well-educated, competent, and a happy person taking care of you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to stay up to date with our podcasts and content, visit our website at neverbeenoldbefore.com. Never been old, the letter B and the number 4.com, where you can also sign up for our email newsletter. Find us on Facebook at Never Been Old Before and give us a follow. We'd love to connect and hear your thoughts. Until the next episode, this is Marilyn, Marie and Sarah signing off.